Happiness is an inside job. At Happy Healthy You, Connie Bowman helps us find our way with inspiring conversations and healthy ideas for living a whole life in mind, body, and spirit. Happy Healthy You, and now here's Connie. been wondering about chakras. I mean, I wonder about chakras all the time. You probably do too, right? (laughs) You sit around in the house and just think about your chakras. Well, we've got the podcast for you. I have my favorite back today, Julie Riesler. She is our favorite life coach and What's your new thing, Julie? Your your life designer. Life designer. I love that. I love that. You're a life designer. Anyway, she's been on the podcast a lot. And if you you're new to the podcast, go back and listen to all of Julie's podcasts. She has a wealth of information about really living your best life. Sorry, Oprah. <laughs> she really does. And uh, mindful eating and uh, exercise and just she's so such a perfect fit for happy, healthy you that and I love her so much that I bring her back all the time. But today, we're going to talk about chakras. And uh, we have the chakra Bible. You brought your chakra Bible. I did. (laughs) (laughs) So if you've been wondering about the chakra system, which is something we talk about in yoga and in uh, health and wellness um, a lot, and what what this energetic system is all about. We're we're just going to talk about it and talk about how we can feel our chakras, so that we can heal our chakras. <laughs> Do you like that? You said that before, Julie. You, I don't even remember. We got to feel it to heal it. We got to feel to heal. Yeah. So so, what's your take on the chakras? What is the chakra system? So. First of all, I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, and yay, this I'm is so happy to have you. I'm love being I love Connie and I love being on your podcast. And uh this topic today is one that I am in love with. And it's it's one that I wanna break down and teach at a level that is understandable because I know for me when I heard chakras, it felt very foreign and felt very um Almost like exotic. Like, mm-hmm. what is that? I was, you know, I didn't, I wasn't raised learning about them. Right. Well, it's from India. Right? It's from India. Yeah. But the thing, I guess, what I want to start out by saying is that at a very basic level, we are based in, you know, we're made up of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our cells, you know, if you want to read about quantum physics, you can read about this in greater depth. I'm actually trying to read a book about quantum physics, and it talks about, you know, Einstein's relative, uh, re- what is it? Uh, theory of relativity, yeah, that all matter is vibrating. Mm-hmm. Um, so us too, therefore, we are all a vibration. We all are, you know, cellular patterns. Our cells are, are every aspect of us has a vibration and, a, and an energetic field. And so what what often happens is, you know, we go through life. We don't really think about ourselves being vibrating energetic fields. I do. I, maybe you do, and actually I do too. I don't know. I walk around sometimes thinking, does she know she's vibrating right now? <laughs> Sounds a little wrong, raunchy, but no. really we're vibrational matter. And so there's this concept, and it actually is not just from Eastern tradition in India, but you can look in um, other traditions and mystical traditions where it looks at the body, the house we live in, you know, it, it, there's a vibrational component and manifestation. And so chakras, there are seven of them, main ones. And 
just want to teach a little bit about where they're located, what they represent. And the idea is that when we're in alignment with our energy, um, that that can really increase well-being. And at the at the other, the flip side is that when we are not as much in alignment, there's a lot of research, there is evidence that our mind and bodies are connected and that, you know, that idea of dis-ease being at, you know, not at ease in your body, having a vibrational pattern that might be not, you know, not as, um, it could be stronger or it's not vibrating at a, at a, um, more radiant, um, well kind of way that you can actually learn to heal and align yourself. And mm-hmm. so it's a tool, it's a technique, it's free, it's within you. And I'm just obsessed with it. I, I align my chakras every single day. Good for you. Are you doing it right now as we speak? Um, I am right now in my center line okay, just because you asked me <laughs> and I'm wearing yeah. yellow. You know, I'm, I, I think it's interesting that you brought up the mystics and that people can actually, some people claim that they can see uh, this, this energy. And you think about like, it made me think about like those um, uh, art art pieces of like Christ and the saints with the aura, the, yeah. the, the halo around the head. Yeah. And that, that would be like the crown chakra or the, yeah. 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 So yeah, I was it's interesting just, well, and I was just reading about that, the, you know, and there are some people on this, on this earth that are, are extremely, um, gifted and sensitive and we all have gifts and we, and I believe we all have very wise, deep intuition. It's just, what are we doing with it? Are we nurturing it? Right. Um, but there are people that can, that can see that, um, I would say for me, one of my gifts is I can feel that with people. I can feel energy and colors. Um, <laughs> sounds it sounds a little might sound a little interesting to say that out loud. Um, I I did take a class where we learned to see auras. Mm-hmm. You stand against a white wall and how to do that. And we also learned to align our chakras. This was actually let's a, talk about that right now. Let's, let's do talk it. About just seeing yeah. just because because I've learned that too. So. I, the way I learned was at dusk, it's really easy to see the outlines of the trees. Like if you stand outside at dusk and you just kind of yep. soften your gaze, you can see just that glow yes. above the trees. Yeah. And then if a person is standing against sort of a white wall, yeah. a lot of times you can see that. Like I can see it right now. You're, there's a little bit of a well. There's a giant glow. Who am I talking about? You glow. Oh, you, you. you glow greatly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You can kind of just if you soften your gaze yeah. and relax. And just kind of gaze at the periphery of a person's head. You yes. can kind of see it. But what what else do you know about it? Yeah, exactly. Well, and and this is sort of the like uh, kindergarten level, which is just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is that softening of your gaze, breathing with intention, just allowing yourself to kind of empty your mind. Um, we always have thoughts because we're human beings, mm-hmm. but just gazing with that soft view. And I also... Um, you know, it's interesting when I do that, you almost feel like you're going to go cross-eyed, but you're mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. And you can start to see like the, the, the field, the mm-hmm. energetic field. And it kind of vacill- like expands yeah. and yeah. Can tr- it, it's really kind of fascinating. It's so and cool. And you wonder if what you're seeing is real. Like, do you? Yes, I do. absolutely. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, that can't be. <laughs> and then it right, like gets bigger and smaller. Yeah. And I, I was at a place when I did this course where I was starting to see color. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people, and I have a, I have a friend who is just, that's, she can see, uh, she can see, her co- see color. She can see mm-hmm. your colorful auras. Cool. Um, yeah. So it's something if you want to just, you know, you can look it up, but you could just practice. It's fun. So and anyway, we're going to talk about all the chakras and the chakra system and how it works to keep yeah. us healthy. And so do you want to start with at the bottom with the root chakra yeah. and, and go from chakra to chakra? Is that, is that yeah. how you want to do it? Okay. Chakra to Let's chakra. Oh, baby. Sounds like a song. I love yeah. it. So, <laughs> 
So, chakra to chakra. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here we go. So the first chakra is um, really our connection to the earth. It's our root chakra. And you can imagine from your feet all the way up your legs to the base of your pelvis, perineum area, perineum area. That is uh, your root chakra. And the, so the color, there is a color associated with each chakra and the color associated with your root chakra, your first base chakra is red. I like to think of this chakra as um, a couple things. One, the idea of roots, just literally coming out of your feet. When I when I do meditations or I teach this, I and you're standing maybe in yoga and mountain pose or you're just standing and um, aligning yourself, imagine roots coming out of your feet, kind of just growing and extending into the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, that is your connection to the earth, to the um, the the planet, to to those nutrients. It's your life force. It's it's you know associated with your blood. Your if you know Maslow's hierarchy of needs, mm-hmm. it's also associated with that basic those needs of shelter and well being, security, and security. Yeah. Exactly, it's foundational. It's also associated with money. Associated like, with money. Yeah, and it, all our belief and systems about money. Yep. And, and yeah. And, and also, um, and it has a, you know, Kundalini, which is a, which is all about, um, your energy moving throughout your body. There's a sensual and sexual energy as well associated with your root chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not your, your sexual organs. That would be the second, but it is, it does have that life force, that prana, mm-hmm. which is, um, which runs throughout the whole chakra, that kundalini. Yes, and it runs uh, throughout, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But starts so, there. So starts uh, to have a well-balanced root chakra means yes. we are comfortable here in our bodies. Yes. We have a uh, sense of being um, welcome here and yes. rooted yep. in this on this earth plane. If you notice a lot of people who might be a little more in their... Uh, in their heads yeah. or out in space with a little, with really creative people yes. might need to work on that root chakra a little bit more and ground, uh, ground into the earth a little bit more because I know I tend to like go off into, yes. you know, I'm creative and I'm always, I always have ideas and, and things. So my root is kind of not something I think about all the time. So yes. yoga helps me with that and yes. running helps me walking barefoot helps me. So talk about, um, yeah, coming into alignment, or maybe you know some things that might yep. um, manifest as a, a dis-ease of the root chakra. So you actually mentioned you know movement, exercise. It's a great way to ground yourself. Um, I like to think about it as ask. You know, our bodies are so wise, and the more we start to listen, it's been a it's been just miraculous for me to really get to know my body, to hear my body speak, to hear that wisdom. So I like to ask questions with each chakra. Mm -hmm. And so to get a sense of where you are, a good question for your root chakra might be, um, around being grounded. Do I feel grounded? Do I feel connected? Do I feel like I'm adding, um, that I, that I, um, add, have meaning in my life? Do I feel, um, that I am connected to the earth or grounded to who I am? Do I feel stable? Mm-hmm. Um, how do I feel in my body right now? And so when you ask that question, the next step is to listen, to just pause and listen. And so, you know, with you, Connie, I get like that too, almost like a balloon that's in the air. I get so excited about things and I get ideas and all of a sudden I feel like I'm floating. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes for me, I can feel like, whoa, I am up high. 
and I'm, this is not a drug high. This is like a yeah. thought. High on love. High on life, high, high on ideas. <laughs> so rooting, grounding, I'll ask myself, what, what does my body need right now? And I can hear it needs to be rooted. So to be rooted, you know, practices like like yoga are excellent, um, tai chi, um, or any any physical movement, mm-hmm. meditation, um, really getting present to the moment, you know, even just pausing and imagining roots come out of your feet. I do this all the time. Mm-hmm. And that can be a way to root yourself. Good, yourself. good. And I noticed you brought some stones with you. I think there's some stones yeah. that are grounding stones. Yes. I'm not so familiar with them, but I know there's some stones and even some essential oils that you can find that are gear, geared toward that root chakra. So yes. you can do your own research. And again, we have the chakra Bible here. We will um, share that information. Yes, so. <laughs> the chakra Bible, because I, I am still learning about crystals and stones and, and oils, but I do know the chakra Bible, I was reading it yesterday and just the amount of information in here about those different mm-hmm. items to use. I just, the one thing I'll say, and I, I like to always remind myself of this is that it's great to have stones and oils, but to remind us that we are, are, are even more powerful mm-hmm. than those stones and oils. And to those remember are we are the crystal. And, and also I like what you said about trusting your intuition. So like if you have a bracelet or a stone that you're thinking about wearing for that day because yeah. of your, uh, intuition about maybe a chakra imbalance or whatever, just feel it. Yeah. And notice yeah. and, you know, go with your, go with your first instinct because you're always right. Oh, a hundred percent. Actually, a really quick anecdote about being grounded and rooted the other day. Mm-hmm. I, you know, cause I've been practicing with this and this is one of the gifts is the more you work on your intuition, the more you have of it. Mm-hmm. And I could feel, I was like in all these ideas and possibilities and it was exciting, but I was feeling like a lack of being just literally grounded in the moment. And it's funny. I, I, intuitively chose a pair of, I have these great kind of red maroon leggings. They're just like exactly what I needed. I put them on. I'm like, oh, isn't that funny? I just put on the color that associated with with the root chakra, mm-hmm. that first chakra. And um, so sometimes, you know, there's the idea that the colors we wear, they have resonance. Mm-hmm. And so as you play with this, I, I often wake up and say, okay, what needs support or what chakra do I want to enhance today? And this is kind of a fun little thing to do, but it, it actually, for me, it resonates to do that. Mm. So if you see me in yellow, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> if the root chakra were a, um, symbol, what would that symbol be? To me, the symbol for root chakra, I, I, I mean, it's <laughs> silly to say, but I picture roots or, okay. or a bowl, um, or like earth, something very ground earth focus, but roots go so deep that I like for me, even though that's not the, they, they actually have the symbol. Um, there's like a mm-hmm. half yeah. moon and a, it's pretty intricate, but I like to picture roots. Okay. I like to picture roots. It's easy to go to. I uh, did a workshop and they talked about patriotism and the American flag as ah. being a symbol of the root because people get really ah. uh, invested in their patriotism or their sense of security. So there, there's um, some positive and negative uh, aspects of of the root chakra and being too invested, not knowing that we are all, in fact, connected, yes. regardless of our uh, country of origin, of, of our... Yes. You know, you know. Well, and it's perfect for what we're doing because the idea is that's the first chakra, ideally all seven 
uh-huh. are in alignment. And the top, the seventh one is is kind of the flip side. So yeah. you don't want to be, if you're too stuck, if you're too stuck there, you could also feel, you know, too stuck in that rooted, grounded chakra. And that first chakra could could feel like you, you don't have any um, freedom to move or soar or, you mm-hmm. know, you're stuck. Right. That, that, yeah. That's the opposite of it. Good. Interesting. So interesting. Okay. So we move up the chakra system into the second chakra, sacral yeah. chakra. Talk about that one. So the sacral chakra, our second chakra, is located, I like to think of it as kind of your lower belly. If you're a female, it's your womb. Mm-hmm. Um, and it encompasses your your sexual organs. It's that chakra that's really associated with, with birth and with creativity. Um, I love the chakra. I love the chakra too. <laughs> I love it because it's kind of where we live. Yeah. Like creative creativity. Um, and the idea is you, you don't have to be an artist. Everybody has access to creativity. Um, and so the color associated is orange. Um, and it's really about, so questions to ask yourself is, you know, what wants to be birthed inside of me? What, what would I like to bring to the world? How can I express more creativity in my life? How can I, um, be a more creative soul in the world? These are questions. What, how could my body, how, how might my body need more nurturing of creativity? Mm -hmm. We often get stuck in our patterns and our routines and, you know, myself included, it's like, Oh, wait a minute. There might be another way to do this, or there might be a more creative solution. So those are some of the things about the, the second sacral chakra. Can you read my um, sacral chakra? Can you tell me anything about it? So <laughs> so this is my like not untrained, but I do I work on this a lot. I okay. mean, what I got for you, so I would actually flip it before I say what I feel is to just take a breath and notice what you feel. So if you're listening, you know, just pausing, taking a deep breath from your belly, inhale and exhale, and just feel that, that area around your lower belly, your womb area and just notice color orange that energy light orange just swirling around does it Mm -hmm. does it feel strong does it feel radiant does it feel like it needs a little extra love where is it it's funny i feel it more in the front Mm -hmm. of my and and i know the chakras go front and back like the circulate the little i kind of see it as like those little horn type things that Uh come and then it circulates so I feel it more there rather than in the back. I don't know what that means. Do you get anything on that? So with you, um, when I when I imagined Connie and just I'm actually looking Julie's at her lower belly. Julie's staring at my lower belly right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm staring I, at her lower it belly. It makes me very. Um, <laughs> no, you can do it. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm assessing her chakra, um, her orange sacral <laughs> chakra. I felt actually a good amount of energy um, okay. pulsing from from your orange. I, I actually felt it more front centered. Mm-hmm. It was harder to picture going all the way around. I like to think of it as vibrating around yeah, your so whole body. So maybe I need to work on that back. Yeah, that might mean it might it might be looking at how to add. Um, well, you could look at how to how to strengthen it in your back. Literally doing mm-hmm. movement for your lower back. It could be. Are there ways to add more creativity in a backwards, different way? Oh, interesting. I don't know. You know, you yeah. can that. Flip it. Flip it. Yep. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to work on that. This I'm is real time, to... friends. We're real like... Real time. Real time. This real chakra time. assessment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So moving from the sacral up... Let me see if I know this. The... the um, I know. This is the solar plexus. Yes. Yes. This is my favorite color. It's yellow. So, and you're wearing yellow, yeah. so I love it. Me too. So the solar plexus, that's an interesting chakra. <sighs> I just got chills. It's a really powerful 
powerful chakra. The color is associated with the, the solar plexus is, is yellow. I actually like to think of it as a gold. Oh, okay. Um, the golden light. I, mm-hmm. I love gold. So I love picturing that yellow gold. Now, the cool thing about the chakra, I mean, we all originated from our mothers and, you know, we were attached by our umbilical cord. And where was that located? But in our belly button or navel, that is the location of our solar plexus. So that's our power. It's power. It's, I mean, I, I literally feel will power. Yep. Willpower. (laughs) Will power, willpower, (laughs) being empowered, feeling a sense of power and, and a sense of, um, having, you know, I think of it as your, your, um, sacred contract here on the planet. You're, you're expressing your, who you are. You're feeling empowered, um, as an, as a human being, um, again, up on the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. This is more about, you know, are your needs getting met around feeling self-expressed and empowered in your life and heard, heard. Yeah. Well, right. And so, you know, if you're not feeling like that feeling of disempowerment, I've felt that many times before. And so a great way to really strengthen your, this divine connection that we all are granted, I believe, is to, is to really strengthen your chakra, your solar plexus chakra and to, you know, while sitting and breathing, really picturing I, what I do is I just picture a golden light around my navel and it goes around my body and my back vibrating and just, um, really feeling and imagining in that expand. That is our connection that we started in this world to our mothers. Mm. Um, it's a very powerful, very powerful. The other piece about it is our gut, you know, it's right around where our gut area is Mm -hmm. and, you know, our gut feelings, gut instincts, you know, our gut is considered the second brain. So are we listening to our gut and to our instincts? Are we honoring that intuition there? Um, that this, this is a very powerful chakra. They're all powerful. They actually all are. They all are. As I'm saying this, I'm like, they all are. But this one, for, for me, I've done a lot of work around strengthening um, my core, my core, your intestinal fortitude. Yeah. That. I yeah. have a question for you um, because you are the export. export. You're the expert <laughs> in mindful eating and uh, you have some experience with addiction and, and working with, um, you know, breaking some habitual patterns. The sacral chakra and the solar plexus seem to be associated with those. Would that be correct? I mean, is there a way to work with those two chakras to um, help with things like addiction? And um... it's a really phenomenal question, and I have a. Um, this is just my perspective. Um, I don't have like the answer on this, but my gut on this and my mm-hmm. experience has been: while I think all the chakras, you know, it's they're all crucial and the idea is to be in alignment with all seven. Um, I, what I do believe is that oftentimes the, the first, second, and third Mm -hmm. are often the ones that, that, um, when I'm looking for something else outside of myself, it's usually because I'm not as feeling as grounded or connected or as powerful in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that reaching outside of myself for me, it's always been food. It might be alcohol. It might be clothing. It might be gambling. Um, and, and so getting quiet, breathing, meditating, picturing that alignment, that trains our brain and our body to pause and to be able to make new choices in the moment between that stimulus and response. It's it's saved my life and changed my life. I just had the other day, I wanted something to eat that is definitely not an integrity for my body. No judgment, but it isn't. And um, I just was able to pause and say, what do I... 
what do I need? And I could feel like I was, I just, I was not feeling so grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also tired. Yeah. So. Which, yeah. Hangry. The hangry thing. Hangry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Hungry, angry. Don't want to let yourself go there. Be tired. Um, yeah. So, so maybe there's something with the colors. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going with my gut as well. So something with the colors yeah. that if someone is feeling that um, yes. sense of craving or or yeah. uh, whatever just working with the red the orange the yellow yeah they're so beautiful and rich those colors and bringing them breathing them in absolutely breathing them in and, and I think what you said is a phenomenal idea you know getting maybe it's a bracelet or a piece of jewelry or something that you're wearing mm-hmm. that that will remind you as you as you feel the stone or you look at it you know red symbolizing that life force blood that connection that earth that you know if that's where you're feeling maybe you find something that has all three colors for me gold does that for that Mm. solar plexus like I wear a lot of gold because I like to me that's like a reminder of just navel connection to my you know mother earth to my mother to my core my power our powerhouse that kind Mm -hmm. of thing good yeah I like it Okay, so we've, these are the, the first three chakras, which we've, we've already said they're very important. They kind of keep us here on the earth. But the next three chakras are, are really my jam, man. And yeah. they are what yeah. really connects us to that highest chakra, that connection yeah. to the divine, which is, I guess, that's the ultimate. That's where we reach samadhi, enlightenment, all those, you know cool things union with god whatever whatever you want to call it anyway so right. we move into the heart yes the i heart. want to say the heart is the most important every time we get I know. To one, so so well the heart you know so our heart chakra it's located where your heart is mm-hmm. um and the color actually associated with your heart is green um what i've also read and heard and i like to picture this often is that it's a green of like a deep beautiful almost like an emerald green it could be any green that speaks to you and as the energy expands, it becomes like a, a pink, a pink color. Mm-hmm. Um, so it expands into pink. So sometimes, you know, we think about pink for the heart. Mm-hmm. So if pink works for you, I mean, as we're saying this, any color that works for you, you don't have to go by what we're saying or what I'm sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, I often do think about pink. Um, and the the heart chakra, I mean, this is our deepest connection to, to love. I mean, you know, there's... I like to believe and feel that we are all created in love, of love, that our entire universe is made of love, that, mm. that energy. It's the highest frequency. Mm. Um, so, you know, whether it's loving first of yourself, which we often forget, um, wrote a book about that, yeah. or loving friends and family, loving neighbors, loving people that you don't get along with, um, love for the planet, love for animals, like love, passion, um, that deep connection that's in your heart chakra. Mm-hmm. So sometimes this can also be a question if you struggle with any kind of addiction is, you know, where does my heart need um, extra love or extra attention? Sometimes we think going to a box or a bag or in the fridge, you're going to get that love or going to a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is that we, you know, have that in already naturally in ourselves. And so strengthening that chakra allows us to feel more love internally and radiate that externally. I have a couple of things to say about this. And Please. The first thing, <laughs> I just had an aha. Yeah. It's not a very big aha, but I'll just say. So the crown chakra, the white, and the root chakra, the red, 
put it together, it makes pink. So this heart chakra, oh, never thought about that before. That's brilliant. <laughs> but I also usually associate it with green, but the pink, that, that kind of made sense for me. And the other thing I want to say is, are you familiar with the HeartMath Institute that's doing yes. so much so much research on the the uh, the magnetic field of the heart? Yeah. And they're saying now that based on scientific yep. study, the heart is actually more, uh, has a... a bigger more powerful energetic field than the brain it 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 has the heart is really the driver and yep. the most important beautiful um it's the most important part of yeah. us yeah so i think that's interesting and um they've done a lot of studies if you guys have never heard of heart math you can google it it's it's brilliant yeah i know a little bit i've read a little bit about it um and and think about it your heart automatically all the time is beating mm-hmm. and is is it's it has impulses mm-hmm. i mean literally you know we we are literally vibrating from our heart i mean if you think about it it's it's that's what it's doing yeah. pumping blood in and out never have to think about it i always think about uh when people have heart transplants mm-hmm. and well first of all when they put that new heart in and just to restart a heart i mean how miraculous is that and totally. it and it and we can do that that's a miracle but then um, the the idea and and it's this has been proven over and over again that since we've been doing heart transplants, which hasn't been very long, but people take on the uh, the heart of yeah. the other person, and that's really interesting. Like you see yeah. them um, having uh, similar you know proclivities or yeah. you know similar personality I guess you want to say but it, it's really it's from that heart that yeah that um yeah putting that other person's heart I think it's fascinating so fascinating yeah you know one other thing just to add because I'm thinking about that and probably most of us think goodness don't need transplants but one thing to think about is also associated with that love is is empathy and compassion and I'm just bringing that up because sometimes we can be very good at doing that for other people. Mm-hmm. And if you're like me, I often do that well for others, especially my husband, my children, friends, family. And sometimes I forget to do that for myself. And going back to that, you know, we have the ability to heal and realign ourselves and that we, you know, we start first from within mm-hmm. and then from there we can radiate to the world. So you know, if there's like, if maybe, you know, a question to ask yourself is, do I need to be more compassionate to myself? Maybe does my heart need more tenderness? Um, especially if you're grieving or, you know, if there's something Big going time. on in your life, it could be a breakup or a, or a loss. Um, often the heart is really that chakra. That's when the you place. talk about a broken heart. Exactly. Then, yeah. Right. When you have a big loss, it, it doesn't break your heart. Yeah. So um, I just had a thought. Let me see if I can retrieve it because it kind of went in and out really fast. Oh, if the heart chakra was a film, what film would it be? I have an idea. That's why I'm asking you. Well, the one that just came for me is The Notebook. Oh, more romantic love. I I think just because I got all the different types of love where where she goes into, um, is it she or he goes into dementia? She, he, does. she does. She does into yeah. dementia and the love for her yeah. at those different stages. Mm. And the, yeah, it makes me mm. want to cry talking about it. Yeah. But what was your the film? The notebook. <laughs> the notebook. Uh, my flick. film was E.T. 
Oh, E.T. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. E.T., Turn On Your Heart Light. Remember that song? Who did that? Oh, um, my goodness. Neil Diamond, right. I think. Yeah. Turn On Your Heart Light. Yeah. So uh, that is a perfect segue because E.T. was so advanced. And yeah. um, as we move into, well, the throat chakra, yes. we mo- we're moving into the upper chakras. Those yes. uh, chakra. This is the chakra of communication. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was really thinking of the next chakra for ET, but the throat chakra is also yeah. important, and they're all connected. And oh, yeah. as we travel through the chakras, there is communication between yeah. them. So if one yeah. is a little bit uh, stunted, the other one might be working a little bit harder to... Uh, yep. Yeah. So talk about the throat chakra a little bit. Well, this is one I have uh, done a lot of personal work around, and I actually had an an illness that I believe and felt intuitively came out of not nurturing my throat chakra. Mm, Thyroid. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, your thyroid is is a little Mm -hmm. butterfly-shaped organ right in over your throat and um so the your the the fifth chakra your throat chakra is is really about your voice it's about speaking you're speaking up speaking out it's about um communicating um and and that can be in different ways that can be uh how are you showing up in your life and speaking your voice are you um being your full self or you know for me it was wearing a mask and mm-hmm. people pleasing. And so I would think and feel something and I wouldn't say it. And I kept doing that over and over again, over and over and over and over and over again. And at, at you know, no, no judgment, but I did that for a long, long time in my life. And, um, what happened was when I, um, finally kind of decided I had a just realization, you know, I want to be who I am in the world and speak that. And, and I, I felt the, um, the, confidence and I'd say the connection to do that. Um, and for me, that looked like, you know, I was transitioning out of a marriage, um, very amicably, but still very painfully. Um, and realizing that, you know, I wanted to claim my voice back. I didn't have as much of a voice in that marriage and I don't blame, um, my former husband at all. I mean, I created that relationship with him, but I Mm -hmm. didn't feel like I had a voice. And, um, it was funny right after that split, I uh, got very ill and the doctors couldn't figure out what was going on. And finally, after some blood work, they said, you know, your thyroid has just completely stopped working mm. out of blue. And I was a healthy person teaching fitness, yoga, doing all kinds yeah. of things. And it and it just I, right intuitively, immediately, my first body reaction was, oh my gosh, that is your throat chakra. Mm. It had been so... Mm-hmm you know, tampered. It just, that's what I felt. And I can't tell you that, you know, um, I did do Reiki and I did do some energy healing and they confirmed that as well, but I can tell you intuitively I knew that. And so what is so interesting is from then on, I have been, the color associated is blue. And I noticed that I wear a lot of blue and I'm attracted. And I was especially then just, if you look at my closet in that six month period, everything I bought was blue. Interesting. Intuitively. Wow. Yeah. And I still, I love Navy. I love being surrounded by it. It feels like a powerful communication type color. I love it. It just, I, I love knowing my voice um, can be heard and I can speak mm-hmm. it today. So that, that's, that's also a powerful one. You know, how mm-hmm. are we speaking up or not speaking up in the world? Yeah. Yeah. Some people describe that blue as like a Mediterranean ocean, like that color, yeah, that beautiful color that is just like so deep, sort of mysterious. Yeah. yeah. I think of the film, The Little Mermaid 
<laughs> oh, that's good. I love that you asked that films. I love that. Yeah, yeah with her voice. Be, yeah, because Ursula tries to take her voice. She wants her beautiful voice. and yeah. That's a great film. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit also of Frozen. Frozen, yeah. Just, you know, if you've ever struggled with um, really honoring and accepting who you are. Mm-hmm. And feeling like you can speak the tr- your truth and, 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 you know, look, we're so lucky in this country. We forget that sometimes. Right. We have freedom of speech. I'm, I don't get into politics. I never will. But putting that aside, wherever you fall, you know, we have freedom of speech. That is a huge gift. I believe, I mean, my, my, my hope and prayer is that everyone on the planet gets to have freedom of speech at some point someday. Mm. You know, because to have that ability to speak your truth, to speak, to speak out loud, even if we disagree, great, we can agree to disagree. You know, you're able to speak, I'm able to speak. Let's talk about some of the things we can do to balance out that chakra because uh, I'm, I'm thinking about, because I'm a yoga teacher, I'm thinking about chanting yeah. and, and I'm also a singer, so I love to sing. And I feel like every time I do either, it just, I, 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 everything changes. My yeah. whole body changes when that happens. Yeah. Can you talk about some of maybe some of the other things you can do to balance out that throat chakra? It's a great question. I think if you're feeling as though you're not um, expressing yourself, so so very basically physically would be the chanting, chanting Om, meditating, um, singing. It could be you know speaking up, um, raising your hand in class, sharing you know getting. Going to a support group and sharing what's going on for you, calling mm-hmm. a friend and connecting and speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be writing, you know, a letter to the editor or writing uh, a blog. It could be communicating through, um, maybe do a, a video about what's going on in your life. You know, a live Facebook video. Any any form of communication. Um, you know, certainly yoga, sitting and chanting Om, or um, you know, maybe speaking your intention, just saying it out loud. Um, those are really good ways to nurture your your throat chakra. Um, the, now, the flip side is if you feel, you know, sometimes there are people, and we all know them, that are overly... Diarrhea of the mouth. Yep. Speaking, <laughs> oh, you know, just... And, and who knows, you know, who, who judges what, what's over, mm-hmm. oversharing. Um, but if you feel like you're oversharing or maybe to you could pull it back a little, then that's a great place to start pausing and breathing and counting and meditating and thinking, is this going to add value? What I'm saying, does this add, is this going to be of service? Is this kind? Does this add to what I want to, to be doing and practice our listening skills? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's something I think about a lot. Sometimes I'm not as good a listener as I could be because I'm thinking about what I want to say next. That's more important than, than actually listening and sitting and you know, when you sit and you listen to someone, you're really tuning into their chakras. Exactly. Yeah. Which I'm right now we're yeah. like locked in. Yeah. yeah. I kind of are like, yeah. yeah. It's true though. When we're thinking of the next thing to say, we're not present. Mm-hmm. So I, this is a big one for me. I, I, cause I think very quickly and I speak quickly. Um, so yeah, it's pausing. Good. Okay. So the next chakra is the best. No, right. <laughs> they're all the best. They're all the best. <laughs> so we move into the next chakra, which is kind of fun. That's the third eye. That's yeah. the, like you think about psychics and people who see yeah. things that most of us don't see. Or, but really, the third eye is our seat of intuition. What is what is that book that Oprah used to have? Um, seat of the soul. I want to say no. It might be by Mark Napo. No. Um, 
Oh, gosh, it'll come back to me. But anyway, the third eye, it's right in the middle yeah. between the eyebrows, right? And yep. kind of back a little bit. Can you describe the location so better than me? What I actually do in picture, this helps me. I'm very visual, and I like to have uh, a concept of it when I'm, when I'm meditating and aligning my chakras. I picture, so between your brow, I picture like a wide triangle. Um, the color associated is, a, is like a deep purple, indigo kind of purple color. Mm-hmm. And I picture this deep, almost like wide triangle with an eye in the middle. Mm -hmm. And as it opens, it expands this. So energy, uh, purple kind of energy comes around out of that that third eye and it circulates around my head. You know the eye on the dollar bill? Oh, yes. That's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect way to, yeah. And then the other thing that I think is pretty fascinating is a lot of people say it's shaped like a pine cone. Ah, if you go to the Vatican in the courtyard, there's a giant pine cone. Huh. And I feel like there's some some meaning there, Ooh. but if anybody knows about it, yeah. uh, send us a little send a note. message, yeah. Yeah. I want to know. So so what do we do to open our third eye to right. to get that chakra open because yeah. that's important. So this is the other thing I like so I'll go into that and I I think the other thing that's interesting to note is that it's our sixth chakra and it's also to me connected to our sixth sense mm. that sixth sense mm-hmm. that 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 knowing the film. <laughs> that intuition right sixth sense is this one um i see dead people <laughs> so here's the thing i i really believe that every human being is gifted with the innate ability to have intuition and to have that deeper connection to uh to you know the the greater divine universe energy source energy god whatever you want to call it um, Mother Earth, Goddess, whatever that word is for you, words are for you. Um, what happens is it's kind of like, you know, when you go to the dentist and you get your teeth cleaned and, and it, you feel your teeth and it's like, whoa, they're so clean. I didn't even know they were so built up with tartar. Mm-hmm. I, I think what I've noticed in my own life and with others that I've worked with is that we go through life and we're not being deliberate about pausing and noticing mm-hmm. and developing intuition. And so it gets dirty or it gets foggy or clouded. So what is needed is really just pausing and and really starting to take those moments to ask yourself, you know, just notice around you. Ask, how can I be more connected? I mean, I love, for me, it's every morning in my meditation, I ask to be a, a channel, a divine connector um, to to be my highest self today. And I then by asking that question, it gets me to look in a new direction. You know, mm-hmm. when we ask new questions, we get new results and new focus. So sure. really to focus on building your intuition and, and, and that wisdom and that knowing, you first got to even know that that's there and then start to look for it. Look, I mean, driving down the highway to see trees, you know, that it can be a spiritual experience. Like Mm -hmm. the holy mackerel, we are surrounded by living entities with deep roots and beautiful flowers, entire ecosystems that have energy and vibration. Like what can I learn from the tree? Well, when you start to ask those questions, I have found my intuition has heightened through that. Mm -hmm. And it's also associated with imagery and inner seeing. Yes, inner knowing. Inner knowing. Creativity is also connected to it because, you know, uh, some people are just more visual people. Um, But I know for me, I I see when I meditate, I will see images. I will see, you know, clear 
things. So a great activity for this one um, is what we've done before the vision board process mm-hmm. because it's so oh, good idea because it's visual and it mm-hmm. gets you a little bit more in the um, the in the world of possibilities, dreaming, imagining, mm-hmm. visualizing. So you know, vision boards. We we did one on that a year or so ago. It was really fun. A video on it. It's really easy. You just find magazines or clippings or you can do it on Pinterest and literally give yourself time to just uh, maybe journal it or maybe just visualize what, where do you see yourself, you know, in six months, in a year, where would you like to be? Um, and then find images that capture that feeling. How about dream journaling? Dream journaling is phenomenal. It's yeah. another great way to build intuition. You can intuition. remember your dreams, write them down right yeah. as soon as you wake up. Yeah. yeah. It's the last thing I'd say also is, you know, if you're somebody who you, most of us have this, where we have this voice inside, it's that higher self voice, that inner being that when we tune into that, it's that voice that says, do that, don't do that. I, you get a great inspiration. Um, those voice, that voice is connected to our deeper connection and intuition with the divine is my belief. Interesting. And so noticing that writing about that, connecting with people about it, just being open to that, that that can also help your inner knowing. I just took a workshop and this woman who uh, was next to me uh, for the five days, she told me every morning she meditates and she she sits until her third eye opens. And I said, wow, I was really fascinated by that. So I said, how do you know when it's open? She goes, I feel a, and she really thought about this word. And she said, it's a, pop. Mm-hmm. She said it's like a pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very soft pop. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so I've been, ever since then, I've been trying to make my third eye pop. <laughs> Just a pop, right? And it, or it might be flower. I'm sure it's or... different for everybody. Yeah. But, but yeah. That's cool. So we meditate cool. on that. What is, you said the indigo blue. It's more of a purpley blue, right? Or like a deep purple. Deep purple. Yeah. Purple. Such a, it's a, Rich. it's a royal color. It's uh-huh. a spiritual color. Um, and so it might be the question to ask yourself is, you know, where am I, where might life be too noisy? Where could I add more time to, to hear this inner knowing? How can I listen more to this inner wisdom? Mm-hmm. Um, what dreams and visions um, would I like to honor or, or see more of? I mean, there's like so many questions you could ask yourself. So if you think about an artist like Van Gogh, who kind of went off, he, he might have been a little imbalanced in his chakras, I'm right? guessing he, one of the sh- couple <laughs> chakras were, but, yeah. And, and he also cut off his ear, right? That's the story. Cut wow. off his own ear. That's right. So um, perhaps he was just a little over, uh, over open, you know, the other shot. So, so that's that's a, an example of yeah. how to, how important it is to keep yeah. everything sort of in alignment and stay healthy and, and totally and in balance, so that we don't have an over. You don't want to cut off your ear. Over, not a good idea. <laughs> over uh, abundance yeah. of energy in one chakra because one of the other ones might be a little right blocked or or whatever. I remember when we were in Sedona. Um, this just came back to me. I had a, um, I had a, I guess it was like a healing session with somebody, and they they worked on my solar plexus. Yes, and I felt like it opened up the channel to my heart. Yes, I, and some of the stuff you know, I obviously you know, I've been doing a lot of grief work, right. and through the years, and right. uh, I think there was a little bit left to be done, 
Yeah. Um, and and ever since then, I feel like I'm much more connected from. So amazing. From, yeah. So yeah. let's go into the the best chakra. The, the, the right. <laughs> the they're crown. All, I feel like everyone were like, "This is the best." They're all they're all powerful <laughs> and amazing and important. But the crown chakra is the, the seventh chakra, and that is at the crown, the top of your head. Yeah. And the color that I've heard associated is a lavender slash kind of white light. Mm-hmm. So I often picture like a very light purple, almost turning into a pearly white, um, like light energetic field at the top of my head, um, swirling to the heavens. That's kind of my visual. Mm. Sometimes I vision my head actually opening and mm-hmm. allowing that light to mm-hmm. come through. Yeah. And that is our, that, that is the, the, um, your highest frequency and the and the closest to the idea of heaven. Now, heaven, you could think about as all around us, but literally to the highest frequency in you know above us. Um, and so that the crown chakra is really kind of the ultimate. It's like the tip of the triangle of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is about self actualization, which is about really being here to be of service and to be connected, so mm-hmm. connected. Um, to our greater purpose and way of being that, um, you know, it's, it almost feels like you float through life. Mm. So I love, love, love this one. Yeah. yeah. It's like being fully human and fully divine. And, you yes. know, if you think of one person, I would, I always think of Jesus, but I'm yeah. sure there were other, oh, yeah. other people who embodied that divinity yeah. um, in a healthy way. Sure. Yeah. Well, when you in, when you hear really great performers or um, talented artists or thought leaders or leaders, you know, often what you'll hear them say is, "It, it just became like I, I got into my flow. Mm-hmm. I felt athletes, um, athletes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so not." necessarily in the realm, you know, where I know Jesus is in a category and Mother <laughs> right. Teresa is in a category and right. Nelson Mandela is in a different yeah. category, you know, but, right. but, and really people that are just, you know, brilliant Einsteins, people that are just brilliant mm-hmm. and they are to me, what I'm hearing is they are just completely in alignment. All Leonardo of da Vinci, Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Einstein, Einstein totally I, I totally believe he was connected oh. to the God source too. Oh my yeah. goodness. I and mean, what he came up with, you yeah. know, just, yeah. um, and so anyone listen, like all of us have that potential. Mm-hmm. The only thing that gets in the way is our not allowing it or not being in alignment with our true source. That's why I love this because when you learn, you know, how to slowly, um, it doesn't have to be so slow, but while you learn to align your energy systems, your chakras, you can create more of a clear channel to to actualize you know why who you are to be on this planet why why you're here and it's kind of like yoga yoga is a practice that we come back to to sort of align our chakras to get Mm -hmm. back into equilibrium it's something that we can do on a regular basis because we are diamonds we are here in all this pressure we are like a piece of coal (laughs) that's being pressurized right and and we really are all of us diamonds and and this pressure is is not intended to you know destroy us it's intended to to help hone our our beautiful divinity and so we we need these practices or these um to to keep us keep us moving toward that ultimate goal of <laughs> enlightenment yeah union yeah. connection samadhi connection totally and then when you think about us as energy beings all of us just walking around these colorful beautiful rainbow beings what do you think about do 
I think, I think, I mean, we are all connected. We are so darn connected. Yeah. And doesn't that just, yeah. it's just such a beautiful image for me. And I just wish more of us knew about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I think um, the philosophy I take is that, um, you know, we, we, we are all literally connected and of the same creator in mm-hmm. my my opinion and so anything that I see in somebody that disturbs or upsets me I believe is a mirror mm-hmm. and is somewhere to go back to look in myself um, my my aim is to live a life that is not based on conditions um, so there are conditions going on in our life but I you know I choose how to um, be and I choose you know being connected and I choose um you know, being of love and being full of light and, and service. And so, um, and that's a choice in every moment. And so when I'm not perfect at it, when there's something going on that I see that I don't like, how do you stay in alignment? Mm-hmm. How do you keep your energy in alignment? Cause that's usually where we get tripped up. And if our intention is to be of service, it, it is sort of incumbent upon us to stay in alignment. Yeah, so, it's responsibility. So take care of ourselves. Yeah, the everything. payoffs are huge. The payoffs are huge. And it's, it's, it's um, what's the word? It, it, it keeps amassing. The more you do this, the more uh, intuition and the more alignment you'll have. So, and you can never do it wrong, and it's never too late. So you could be 98 and decide... For the, your 90th year, you're going to start aligning your chakras. Beautiful. I love it. Okay. There you go. Call us if you're 98 and above. <laughs> give us a call and let us know how yeah, it works right. for you. We'll help you. All right, Listen. Julie. Thank you so much. Let's go make a video about this awesome. uh, that thank we can you. share with everybody. But before we do that, tell everybody where they can find your new book, a PhD in you, Y-O-U. Yay. I love it. And that <laughs> talk about chakra colors that... That book cover is beautiful, has all the chakra colors, and how people can work work with you if Thank they you. would like to get in touch with you. Well, this has been super fun. I hope everyone listening has gotten something from today. Um, I love discussing and talking about all of this with you, Connie. And uh, so, yeah, I wrote a book called Get a PhD in You, and it is all about how to master your inner world so you can master your outer world. And you can get that at uh, on my website. You can actually get it at Amazon.com. I have it in uh, Audible, in digital form, and paperback, and it's Get a PhD in You. Or you can get it on my website, which is just julieriesler, R-E-I-S-L-E-R.com. And it would be under the book. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. I feel aligned. I feel very aligned. I was just going to say that. Beautiful. All right. Well, go out and you guys look for that chakra Bible if you want more information about the chakras or just Google chakras and just play around with it and see what you find out. I'd love to hear more. So send me a little note on the Happy Healthy Facebook page. Like us, of course. And let yes. us know how your chakras are doing. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Wishing right. you blessed chakra healing and alignment. Yes. Blessed chakras. All right. Namaste, Jules. Namaste. <laughs> Back to happy. A Journey of Hope, Healing, and Waking Up is a small but powerful book about healing from one of life's greatest tragedies, the loss of a child. It's about love and sadness and being human. The nine lessons in Back to Happy are intended to be food for a broken but awakening soul. Healing from grief and loss is possible. Finding joy again is possible. Back to Happy, in paperback, 
Kindle, and audiobook at Amazon.com. For more information, visit backtohappybook.com.